0: All good things must come to an end. Welcome into the Y'all Show. It's Talk with a Southern Accent. And I'm John Rawl. And yes, unfortunately, today is our last day at the beach. We've been at Daytona Beach, Florida for the last couple of days, attending the Southeast Tourism Society's annual conference. And we've been able to feature a bunch of great interviews here. You probably have heard a few of them here on the Y'all Show. We've even got more coming today on the All Southern Show. But, hey, we've had a great time, and we appreciate all you bearing with us here as we've we've been at the beach but really haven't had a chance to hit the surf. We've been busy, y'all. But, uh, hey, that's what we get paid the big bucks for here on the Y'all Show. If you want a sample of what's coming up today, Well, here she goes. In just a few minutes, we'll give you the update on the NCAA tournament. March Madness started on Thursday. We've got the scores from Thursday. We'll tell you who's playing today and some unbelievable accomplishments by some of our southern teams, the small southern teams playing in the tourney. I can single out two of which. Got wins on Thursday, and you had historic performances by both players from both of those little teeny tiny schools in the southeast. We'll tell you about that in our college sports spotlight coming up in the next few minutes. Also in that spotlight, we'll give you some news from Tuscaloosa in terms of the basketball coach, Avery Johnson. Also on the football side in T-Town, a lot of people are going to get paid a lot more money starting in 2019, so we'll have our college sports Spotlight coming up in the next segment. At the end of this hour, we're going to take it outside. We'll have Marshland out in the south with Cleve Marsh. And I don't know what Cleve's got to talk about today, but we're going to join Cleve. And I bet you he's going to have something to say about me being right here in Florida, looking out literally over my shoulder at the Atlantic Ocean. I wonder what Cleve's background has been in that mighty ocean. Well, we'll find out when we have Marshland with Cleve Marsh. Our outdoors feature coming up at the end of this hour. When we go to hour two, we started off with our Friday free for y'all, the montage of great music. And of course we'll have David Lee Murphy music. But you can't help but think of a band from just up the road here in Jacksonville when you're in this part of Florida. So we'll have a, a little tribute to Leonard Skinnard coming up at the start of hour two of today's y'all show. And then we'll have hashtag hullabaloo and we're going to do something really cool. Here in Florida, this time of year, well, you can hit the beach. That might be an iffy thing, but one thing you can definitely do is you can hit the ballpark because it's spring training time in the month of March, and this is the Grapefruit League here in this this state. And Tom Van Heiding is going to join me. He is a baseball – I don't want to call him an insider. He is a baseball nerd – but I mean that in the, in the most affectionate way. He knows things that nobody else knows. And he's here at the conference. And I tracked Tom down. I used to deal with him a lot back in the days of Y'all Magazine. And he's going to join us in hour or two to talk a little baseball and about Mississippi as he works for the state of Mississippi, kind of a researcher for the Magnolia State. And so we'll kind of combine tourism with baseball talk with Tom Van Heining coming up in the second hour. Plus, we'll wrap it up. In Hour 2 with from Dixie with Love and a look at this weekend's movie. So much coming your way. You do not want to miss it here on Y'all. Our number, if you want to catch us here, is 803-816-1170. Our new improved website, we just rolled that out prior to coming to Daytona Beach, is yall.com, Y-A-L-L.com. And, of course, you can drop us an email, show at y a l l. Dot .com we want to hear from y'all yes we do well let's look at headlines here starting out today's show the last day of the work week the governor of Missouri Mike Parson has declared a state of emergency following flooding that's left a bunch of people stranded and this flooding continues to cause damage and strain levees in several midwest states and of course all of this flooding and rain is heading south as we've said on I think Thursday show, if not Wednesday show Also, look out All of those in the Mississippi Valley For flooding to, to get worse Over the next couple of days and weeks The governor's action will allow Missouri's state agencies To work directly with local officials Responding to flooding, the governor Parson, he also, along with the State's Emergency Management Agency director And other officials, plan to meet with Local leaders and survey Damage Thursday, right now a lot of this is in the northern end of Missouri, but look for the boot hill to be affected and more. President Donald Trump on Thursday also approved that uh, Nebraska's recent request for a federal disaster assistance, and this will be a continuing story with flooding around the Mississippi River with record rainfall in the Midwest and some of those states. The Alabama Department of Corrections says a hunger strike by inmates protesting solitary confinement has now come to an end after authorities shut off the water to their prison cells. That's a unique way to get the prisoners to cooperate. Correction spokesperson Bob Horton told the Montgomery Advertiser newspaper yesterday that the water was shut off so that Holman medical staff could monitor the inmates' water intake. And that helped the strike come to an end late last evening. The eight prison inmates began refusing food on Monday, saying they were unjustly placed in solitary confinement. maybe they shouldn't be in prison and they wouldn't be perhaps if they had been doing the right thing out in society at more in lower alabama not far from the florida line and now that strike comes to an end the governor of maryland has now said that it doesn't make any sense at all to run for president on the republican side at least against president donald trump in 2020 governor larry hogan He's not completely ruling out a potential primary challenge, but he said Thursday that currently it just doesn't make any sense at all. He spoke to reporters, and with former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie at his side, they were in town for a book promotion in Annapolis. Christie said he doesn't see a political path at the moment for challenging the president in a primary, citing Trump's approval ratings among Republicans, and those are very high numbers. Remember, Governor Hogan there in Maryland is a Republican in a heavy, heavy Democrat state. So I I don't know how he got reelected, but he did back in 2018, and and now some people have said he should run for president, but right now he's weighing his options and not looking good for him to to run on the Republican side, at least. In Abbeville, Georgia, on Thursday, a jury convicted a, a man there of concealing the death of a teacher whose slaying remained a mystery for more than a decade after her burned body... ...was found and bone fragments were put in a rural pecan orchard. Bo Dukes was the first of two suspects to stand trial in the 2005 death of Tara Grinstead. This has been a, a case that's been on a lot of TV shows and such. She is a, a teacher, and a former beauty queen, and she was you know, tragically killed many years ago prosecutors there in Wilcox County, Georgia, charged the 34-year-old Dukes with covering up Grinstead's death by lying to police in a 2016 interview about the case. But Dukes' defense attorney said they failed to prove he intentionally lied. And so the jury finding him guilty on Thursday for his role in the 2005 killing of the teacher and beauty queen, Tara Grinstead, a horrible death there in South Georgia. A company will not operate those duck boats in Branson, Missouri, following the 2018 fatal sinking of that boat on Table Rock Lake, just outside of Branson, Missouri, which killed 17 people. And the company that owns it, Ripley Entertainment, announced Thursday that it will not operate the vessels this year because of the ongoing investigation and will instead open a replacement attraction in the tourist town of Branson so I didn't think they would be back up and going a lot of people like those things they're kind of the World War II era military boat and when that storm came up last year kind of out of the nowhere out that's what happens in the summertime in the south when you have those really hurry the horrible storms pop up out of nowhere this happened back in July and now this company going to delay perhaps permanently operating the duck boats there on table rock lake in branson missouri tragic news coming from the houston texas area as a rising country music star from that area justin carter was killed by an accidental gun discharge and he was filming a music video he was 35 years old and the gun was in his pocket somehow it went off and this up-and-coming singer who A lot of people in Texas like him. I had not heard of him, but his death is getting a lot of national attention. Justin Carter killed by an accidental gun discharge while filming a music video. In Georgia, in Hall County, in the Gainesville, Georgia area, a transgender student said that the high school there is forcing him to run for prom queen, even though he identifies as a male and was nominated for prom king. And Dex Fryer, a 17-year-old at Johnson High School in Gainesville, told BuzzFeed News that his school gave him only two options to choose from, either run as prom queen or not at all for the school dance that comes this Saturday. And he told the local outlets there that they called him to tell him that he couldn't run for prom king because I wasn't legally male, and that was the way it was in Hall County in the school district there in Georgia. The only way I was eligible to run for prom was to be put on the prom queen ballot. Fryer said that the news was upsetting and he felt suppressed by school officials according to the reports. But this transgender student not able to run, or at least right now. Something tells me the ACLU will be jumping in. You'll see that school change its mind on the decision there in Gainesville, Georgia. Not far from Gainesville in Atlanta, remember those terrible child murders that happened back in the early 80s and the guy got arrested for all that. Well, now four decades later, the police there and authorities have announced and the mayor of Atlanta, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, she's asked Atlanta police and other law enforcement agencies to re-examine the evidence of those child murders from the late 1970s and early 1980s because she wants them to retest evidence from the case. And remember, there's a man in jail who's been in jail for a long time, Wayne Williams, as he was found guilty of killing two of the victims of those child killings. That I think it was like 20 children that died. It was a scary time if you were alive in those years of the late 70s, and early 80s, especially if you were a kid, a little boy especially. And the whole country, you were scared, and especially around Atlanta. But the... Uh, mayor and the atlanta police chief erica shills spoke at a news conference and they said that the technology has changed considerably since those murders and could finally give families of the unsolved killings remember about 18 of these murder cases have never been solved and they they can help give a definite answer as to who was behind the slayings of their children Altogether, again 20 people all of them black most of them boys were killed in the atlanta area between 1979 and 1981 and Wayne Williams was the only one convicted back at that time period and he was killed uh, he was convicted of killing two men and convicted in 1982 serving a life sentence in connection with those killings but authorities said that the animal and other fibers linked to Williams to the two killings based on technology at the time of the trial and maybe some of this DNA evidence can further prove that he did it or perhaps he's innocent we'll find out but that's a an intriguing case, scary case, if you were alive in those times, in those days, many, many, many years ago. Texas is closer to stopping the squeeze put on kids' lemonade stands. Yes, in the Lone Star State, some some little ones out there have had trouble in their local community selling lemonade. And now a Fort Worth legislator, Representative Matt Krause, has put a bill before the Texas legislature... And it's passed 144 to 2. And it still needs to go to the Texas Senate before going to Greg Abbott's desk for a signature. But if it's voted on and becomes law, it will protect the right of kids to run lemonade stands without fear of being shut down by police. The measure comes after Texas police shut down a lemonade stand run by two girls back in 2015. The new law would legalize temporary lemonade stands or other stands selling non-alcoholic beverages operated by miners on private property are public parks a similar bill was filed in minnesota and we'll see if maybe this will be a a new bill i guess in texas where they only meet in their state government once every two years at least maybe this has a chance of passing and they actually can prove they they got something accomplished here in 2019, more state politics and the volunteer state, the head of the Democratic Party in Tennessee, has apologizing for calling her state racist. Mary Mancini, the chairwoman of the Tennessee Democratic Party, had to apologize after she made a comment while speaking with the Coffee County, Tennessee Democratic Party earlier this month about how the party should put forward less conventional candidates, including black and Latinos, millennials and members of the LB. LGBT community, she said in according to the report coming out of that area. We have a little bit of a problem in the state, and I'm just going to say it outright. This is a racist state. Okay, and another county party meeting, Mancini was heard on the audio recording calling Tennessee's Tennessee a very racist state. She's now apologized. <laughs> the Republican chairman in Tennessee, he's come out with a response to this. Scott Golden said it was disappointing that Mancini called the state racist. The paper said that he Republicans are working to lift all Tennesseans up citing the state's economy in efforts to boost educational attainment. I will tell her that Tennessee is a very red state but not racist of course. Of course you got racist there just like you have racist every every state has racist. And every community has racist but That's just a dumb statement. Of course, it's so easy in today's world to just call racist. You can just shout that term out. And it has no meaning because it's used so much now that it's kind of the the easiest thing to call somebody. Whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter. A lot of people get hurt by accusations that that you really can't necessarily prove a lot of this stuff. It's all opinion. All right. How about Nick Saban, Alabama's football coach? hey, I don't really think of Nick Saban and the life of a Boy Scout that often. (laughs) I'm not sure if Nick was an Eagle Scout like yours truly, but he actually spoke this week in Birmingham at the Birmingham Jefferson Convention Complex, and he spoke to a meeting of the Boy Scouts American Values Fundraisers Luncheon held in Birmingham on Thursday, and the coach said that being part of a winner is being someone people want to emulate. And he had a town hall style speech at this 12th annual conference of Boy Scouts. It's the largest fundraiser of the year for the greater Alabama Boy Scouts. And the coach fielded questions from young scouts and some questions from Alabama football sportscaster Eli Gold. He said he's focusing on getting the Alabama factor back to his team after the 2018 season. We haven't really heard much from Nick Saban in a while. so He was there at this event that Nearly 2,200 people attended, and he spoke a few years ago at the same event. It's good to see the coach showing his face. I think he's been crawled, he's been in a hole since that January thumping by Clemson in the national championship game. uh, Sir Nick, Nick Saban, and the Boy Scouts getting together in the Magic City. And finally, how about a feel good story? Coming from Plains, Georgia. We were just there in that area on Sunday passing through on our way to Daytona Beach. And I saw all the signs for Jimmy Carter's home in Plains. And I may have even traveled on the Jimmy Carter Highway while around Albany, Georgia. But Jimmy Carter is now the oldest living former president. At the age of 94 years and 173 days, he's passed George H.W. Bush, who was 94 years, 171 days when he died in November. Of course, he left office in 1980 after serving only one, one term and returned home to Plains. And his once-flourishing farming business was more than a million dollars in debt. He, he's faced the prospect of selling the land his family has been on for 150 years, but he's still in the Plains area and doing well, of course, going around the country when he's able to with Habitat for Humanity. And a great feat for Jimmy Carter as he is now 94 years old and the oldest former living president. Hey, the way Carter has already beat the illness that he had, I think it was last year or two years ago, and the lifestyle that he leads, he may be our first former president to reach 100 if, he, if he's lucky. Carter had already set a presidential record for living the longest number of years while out of office, He's been living 38 years since he left the Oval Office. Jimmy Carter claims George's own former governor of Georgia, making history there. Just in case you want to know, the oldest former U.S. president, Jimmy Carter is number one. George H.W. Bush lived to be 94 years, as we've told you. Gerald Ford lived to be 93. Ronald Reagan also was 93 when he died. Herbert Hoover was 90 years old when he died in 1964. And our second president, John Adams, wow. Way back in 1826, he lived to be 90 years and 247 days old. Some presidential history coming for you. From Daytona Beach, Florida, this is the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. When we come back on the All-Southern Program, we're going to get to college basketball talk. We'll let you know what's going on with March Madness and an update on college baseball. We've got some good top 25 college baseball action on the Diamond this weekend in the Southeast. We'll tell you about it when we come back.
1: And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When you're always on the go, what would you prefer? An office phone system?
2: Hey, it's Rochelle. Sorry I missed you earlier. Had an errand to run. But I'm back in the office, so give me a call when you get this.
1: Or one that works on your cell phone. No hardware needed, courtesy of Grasshopper.
2: Oh, one sec. It's a business call. Hi, this is Rochelle with WayForward Partners. How can I help?
1: There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com.
2: You're catering a wedding, and the bride says,
3: Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events.
2: Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code
4: 7474.
1: Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions.
4: And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you, it's your mattress. Try the Purple Mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text SCIENCE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text SCIENCE to 84888. That's SCIENCE to 84888.
0: fight song of the Florida State Seminoles here on the Y'all Show as we're in FSU's backyard. We're in Daytona Beach, Florida. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl and congratulations to the Noles. They got a big opening win in the NCAA tournament as they knocked off the Vermont Catamounts 76-69 and they move on. Other scores from Thursday in the first round action of college basketball. Gonzaga, number one seed took care of fairly dickinson 87 49 michigan state downed bradley uk the kentucky wildcats in jacksonville took care of abilene christian 79 to 44 michigan got by montana 74 55 And we also had LSU surviving a scare from Yale as the Tigers won 79-74. Purdue downed Old Dominion 61-48. War Eagle, Auburn defeats New Mexico State in a nail-biter 78-77. KU, Rock Chalk, they got to win 87-53 over Northeastern. And Wofford won 84-68 over Seton Hall. More on that in a second. The Gators of Florida defeated Nevada 70-61. Villanova, 61-57 to 57 over St. Mary's, the defending national champ. Move on. That quick scores from some of Thursday's action. Now, how about some info on those wins? First off, for the Wofford Terriers, who are the highest-ranked team that's the smallest school since way back in the 70s when VMI was in the top 25. Wofford has an enrollment right around 1,300 students. And the Terriers got a big win, as we told you. On Thursday over Seton Hall Well congratulations to Fletcher McGee The sharpshooter for the Spartanburg South Carolina College As he becomes the leading Three point shooter in The NCAA A huge accomplishment there For Fletcher McGee and he's still got plenty of Life left We hope for Wofford fan He's had 509 three pointers And he he, he, He won this Mark by getting that Three-pointer on Thursday. The previous record holder was from Oakland College or University out of Michigan. but Fletcher McGee and the Wofford Terriers, who now move on to take on the Kentucky Wildcats in Jacksonville, that game set for Saturday, for tomorrow. Tune that in. Hey, more good news for Southern small college basketball players is Ja Morant. He recorded a triple-double in an 83-64 win over Marquette in the opening round of the NCAA tournament in Hartford, Connecticut on Thursday. And so the Murray State Racers and Morant move on, but this was a huge thing. It was the first time in the NCAA tournament since 2012 that someone's had a triple-double. Ja Morant, who's expected to be top ten in the NBA draft, a native of Sumter, South Carolina, and the Racers advance in the big March Madness Free for all. Yes. Here's what's on tap today in the NCAA tournament. Iowa and Cincinnati get together. Congrats to the Northern Kentucky Norse. They play Texas Tech, the Big Twelve Champs. That in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's an early start today. UC Irvine and Kansas State are meeting on the card court colgate and the tennessee vols meet in columbus ohio the running bulldogs of gardner webb try to make history once again as uh, virginia is their opponent virginia number one seed we all know what happened to the cavaliers last year they face off in columbia south carolina at colonial life arena buffalo and arizona state get together in tulsa oklahoma oregon and wisconsin play washington and utah state Are an early evening matchup. North Dakota State and number one Duke get together at Colonial Life Arena in the capital city of South Carolina. The Georgia State Panthers and the Houston Cougars meet in Tulsa this evening. A number 16 seed, the Iona Gales, meet North Carolina in Columbus this evening. Ohio State and Iowa State get together in Tulsa. And the Virginia Tech Hokies and the St. Louis Billikens meet in San Jose, California. That's the late game this evening. That the Thursday lineup of college basketball. Now, what's going on in other college basketball news? In Tuscaloosa, the university is in the process of negotiating a buyout with head coach Avery Johnson, according to sources with ESPN. He took over the Crimson Tide back in 2015, and they were on the bubble of making the tournament this year but just couldn't get it done. Of course, Johnson, a former NBA coach and an NBA star who took over this college basketball program in the SEC, but... Looks like he may be done coaching in Tuscaloosa. Also at the Capstone, assistant coaches of the football team are set to make over $7.5 million as the Board of Trustees of the University of Alabama approve contracts and salaries for Nick Saban's coaching staff, including seven new assistants. The Alabama 10 coaching staffs that are on the field will make $7.541 million in basic annual compensation For the 2019 season. Quite a a pay raise. Remember, they've got Steve Sarkeesian back on the staff as an offensive coordinator in T-Town. Payday come early for Alabama. The Tennessee Vols have a defensive back. And he's been arrested for allegedly punching an officer in Miami Beach. Defensive back Kenneth George Jr. has been arrested for allegedly punching this police officer on the side of the head. The 22-year-old is facing felony charges of battery on an officer and resisting an officer with violence and misdemeanor charges of resisting an officer without violence and disorderly contact. According to police in Miami Beach, Florida, he was arrested just before 3.30 a.m. on Thursday morning. You know, things don't usually happen good at 3.30 in the morning, early on a Thursday morning in Miami Beach. But we wish Kenneth George Jr. the best as he's got some legal problems right now going on Tennessee Vols back in the news for something off the field in a not-so-positive way. Dana Holgerson is the new coach of the Houston Cougars, and he's got some good news as his senior quarterback, Eric King, is set to play as King, who missed the Cougars' final two games of 2018 with a torn meniscus in his right knee, has now been fully cleared for practice, according to Dana Holgerson, who comes to Houston after a long time as coach of the West Virginia Of course, Houston really has done well on the basketball court, but last year on the football gridiron, boy, they were horrible and had a horrible bowl game, and thus the hiring of Dana Holgerson to come to Houston from Morgantown, West Virginia. Hey, college baseball continues this weekend. Here's a look at some of your top 25 Southern teams, what's going on with them this weekend. The Louisville Cardinals host the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets on the Diamond this weekend. Number 13, Texas A&M is in Lexington to take on the Diamond, the Batcats of Kentucky. Number 12, Auburn and number 2, Mississippi State are at Duty Noble this weekend. Number 11, Arkansas and in Tuscaloosa to take on the Crimson Tide. The number 6, NC State Wolfpack are in Carl Gables to take on the Miami Hurricanes. Number 18, Mississippi the Landsharks are in Columbia, Missouri to take on the Tigers. Top 25 matchup in Fort Worth as TCU hosts number 9 Texas. Also, going on in college baseball this weekend, the East Carolina Pirates host UCF. The number, number 16 North Carolina Tar Heels are in Blacksburg to take on the Virginia Tech Hokies. Top 15 matchup in Nashville as the number 14 Gainers visit the number 8 Vanderbilt Commodores. Top 10 matchup in Athens, number 10 LSU and the Georgia Bulldogs get together at Foley Field. Along the Grand Strand of coastal South Carolina, you've got the coastal Carolina Chanticleers hosting the Troy State Trojans this weekend. Number 21, FSU's at Notre Dame. Here's an intriguing matchup of two top 25 teams. The Michigan Wolverines will be in Lubbock to take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. And I'll tell you more about what's going on in Lubbock in just a sec. Because Oklahoma has Kansas and Norman this weekend, Stetson, the Hatters, will also go to Lubbock, and they'll face off against Texas Tech and Michigan this weekend. So kind of a, a really fun little mixture of teams there in West Texas with the Hatters and Michigan and Texas Tech and perhaps another teams in there too. But that is a look at what's going on in the college baseball diamond this weekend. Get out to the ballpark, y'all. When we come back, we want you to get out to the great outdoors with Cleve Marsh. He'll be our special guest. It's Out in the South with Cleve Marsh. Coming up next on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent from Daytona Beach, Florida.
1: Rolades presents the Heartburn Blues. (sighs)
3: So the kids decided to cut their own hair today. And somebody's ink pen exploded in the wash. And family fajita night left me with the heartburn blues. But Rolaids made it all fine.
1: Rolaids starts working as fast as now, so you can take control of even your worst heartburn. Get your groove back with Rolaids. Refers to acid neutralization. uses directed.
2: You're catering a wedding, and the bride says,
3: Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events.
2: Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474.
5: Whoa, whoa, whoa. If I could make a living from walking in the woods, you can bet I'd be sitting pretty good high on a hill, looking at a field downwind. If I can make a nickel off a of turning in bass, never worry about the price of gas. I'll be wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays.
0: It's the Y'all Show on the road, Daytona Beach, Florida. We're kind of wrapping up the week here with you here. And wrapping up this first hour of the All Y'all Show Southern Talk. And hey, although we're at Daytona Beach and I'm kind of in tourism mode this week, we can't leave out marshland. And marshland is where we look at the outdoors of the South and we bring on Cleve Marsh. So let's talk about maybe some atlantic ocean fishing and other things here in north florida in addition to what else cleave has going on Cleve, sorry we couldn't pack you up and take you along with us to the southeast tourism Society's conference but uh we're, we got you on here the best way we could
6: well john i'm telling you i am so jealous that was going to be one of my first complaints why was i not invited to this glamorous and fun event i did enjoy yesterday's show listening to (laughs) the nice lady from volusia county gosh she did a great job you did too
0: well that was georgia turner and frankly Cleve, if i brought you down here and i'm looking out at the atlantic i'm seeing some pelicans fly by i don't think Uh, you'd come to this conference Cleve. i believe you'd be somewhere out in the ocean or somewhere on inland doing a little fishing
6: i'd be happy to come down and share a few moments of the event and then go fishing either of those places you just mentioned but still, if uh, if and when we get back together, I'd like some understanding of why I was not invited. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that at a future date. Uh, look, I got something to ask you, first of all. Yes, sir. Have you had, co- have you had coffee yet today?
0: I don't generally drink coffee, Cleve. John, that,
6: I find it as un-American, but it is odd and unusual for a Southern boy not to drink coffee. What in the world? Well, just so you know, I've had about my third cup of Javalier's Costa Rips ground, a very, very fine coffee, and I had it in the old Keurig pretty hard to beat. And if, if, if and when you're at my house again, I'll offer you one of these and let you smell it. Okay. If you just smell this, I believe you get all in it.
0: I, I, I love it. the I love the smell of coffee. And I can I can appreciate the taste. It's just I don't like the after effect. It's just it's why I don't smoke cigars, Cleve. Someone offered me a cigar last night and I politely accepted it, but I actually threw it away. <laughs> don't tell John, him that you could have brought it you could have brought it to me. Well it might have been a lousy cigar, I don't know. It was a long one. It's almost a foot long, it looked like <laughs>
6: that could be one of those promotional cigars maybe we don't need to get into that yes exactly one of the experiences that i had in the atlantic ocean as a teenager was the ability to go diving off the coast of south carolina and bring up copper from a from a salvage standpoint on a boat down there that was and i don't remember exactly it was in 40 or 50 feet of water and it was work there was no fun no joy in reedsville on that deal I'm just telling you, but that that's one of the experiences that I've had on that ocean. And it's, it's been really, really fun things that I did growing up. Are you familiar with Pauly's Island? Yes, sir. Okay. Spent several summers on Pauly's Island. And I actually have now found palmetto pimento cheese made on Pauly's Island. If you can imagine it.
0: I like it. Did, did you know about it? I think I did read somewhere that it's made there in Pauly's Island. Pauly's Island is south of Myrtle Beach, uh, not far from Georgetown. It's in Georgetown County, South Carolina, and it's uh, a neat little area. And, of course, a lot of South Carolina, just like this part of Florida, has incredible views of the Atlantic Ocean and more. But, yeah, pimento cheese from right there in Pauly's Island.
6: You're absolutely right, but I'll tell you, I was there a couple of years ago and I have never seen such a change, such a commercial change. It used to be almost like an undiscovered jewel along the coast there because there were almost nothing but family homes that were there, not many of them, what a a change. But nonetheless, I've got a subject I'd like to discuss with you. Okay. And I'm going to, first of all, ask you, do you know what a portmanteau is?
0: No, I do not.
6: Okay. Number one, most people would tell you that a portmanteau is a great big trunk you use to transport your uh, goodies with across the ocean on a steamship way back there. Can't tell you when, never had an opportunity to do that. But the portmanteau means to you and I a word blending the sounds and combining the meanings of two others, such as brunch, breakfast and lunch, or motel, motor hotel. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. My subject for today is something that I did as a teenager and didn't know that I had done it until I found this this word that popped up. But first of all, I want to describe what I did in the sparkleberry swamp on the watery river between sumter south carolina and columbia south carolina at duck season there is a 25 foot cabin in the air 25 feet off the water in the air and it had all the luxuries of home in it i'm telling you we had running water from a huge vessel that trapped the water It was carried up empty and then we had propane gas stoves that were that were activated with a 100 pound bottle of propane that I still to this day don't know how they got it up in there. It's so heavy, but it's it's 25 feet off the water to the base. right. So when you get that high, you're up in the treetops, literally, and it had a walk around deck all the way around it, all four sides. And we would routinely be able to shoot ducks from the deck in the early morning hours during duck season. Wonderful thing. Now, why did I bring that up today? It's not duck season. Because the portmanteau
0: is glamping. You ever been glamping? No, Cleve, I'm afraid you're making up these words. I am not. I am not. Glamping
6: would satisfy any city slicker who wanted to take refuge in nature without without giving up any of life's luxuries glamping glamorous camping ah john <laughs> i have discovered something my friend and i'm going to tell you that not too far from where you and i grew up overlooking lake hartwell right outside of greenville is a private tree house that you can rent for the princely sum of $90.16 a night with only a one night minimum stay. It's located on, on Lake Hartwell near Seneca.
0: Uh, uh, probably lo- located near a town called Fairplay, South Carolina. What? You got me there. Yeah, Fairplay is me- right on Lake Hartwell. It, it, that's the town on I 85 at the Georgia South Carolina line. Of course, you that's got Hart- Hartwell, Georgia is right there. That's well. right.
6: There you go. That's, that's the um, welcoming point to South Carolina right there. Yes, sir. When you cross Lake Hartwell. Listen to this. There's one queen bed in a treehouse. You get a daily breakfast prepared by the resident chef, and you get use of the kitchen, the full kitchen in the thing. $90.16, and you're sleeping in a tree. They provide kayaks, paddle boards, and canoes if you want to spend some time on the lake. What do you think?
0: I like it. Just don't uh, – I, I, are you inviting me to go there with you, or are you just telling me about I am it? not
6: inviting you to go there with me. <laughs> I, number one, I camped on a boat near Parrish Landing for about seven or eight years. We had a pretty nice self-contained boat, fully self-contained, and we call that boat camping but we'd spend weekends at a time and sometimes a week on the boat traveling up and down tennessee river but we sold the boat and built a house now you asked me was i invited you know i was suggesting to you that you talk to mrs turner and ask her what the glamping possibilities were near where she is oh, I and i it, see that's i mean just think of the possibilities here
0: hey Georgia where's Georgia (laughs) get over here Georgia also I've got coming up you might have heard on Thursday's y'all show we visited with John from Crystal River Florida that's where you can go swim with the manatees and I bet you they've got some great possibilities in that part of Florida too so
6: all kinds of cool things that would be pretty cool to understand that but this tree house in and Lake Hartwell is absolutely amazing all right so I took it from what I would have to describe to you as simple glamping. And now if I thought, if I, if I may, I'm going to take it to a unique and luxurious treehouse hotel with a spacious wraparound deck in Asheville, North Carolina, ah, this, yes. this, this baby's got it all. It's it, they say it's nestled amongst the trees. It can handle four guests, queen size bed and a sofa bed, large windows, most beautiful views now this baby is 571 dollars 30 a night ah. but it it looks like a mini medieval castle's got a uh kind of a not a, that's not a pergola what do you call those cone-shaped tops it's almost like a witch's hat john this is a cool place you'd go there and i believe you'd go there and stay it, 5.71, 30 at night, it'll kind of set me back a little bit yeah, on it. but that, it,
0: that's going to keep me from staying there, Cleve.
6: Well, it has it has a two-night minimum stay, too, so you'd have to keep that
0: thought <laughs> in mind. Yeah, that's Did's, a little bit out of my budget. Out of mind. Did she come over yet? No, I, I think she's escaped. When she heard you talking about all these... <laughs> places she said nah, keep that fella away from Volusia County Florida
6: yeah, I hear you all right here I am now I'm going to Lake Wales how far are you from Lake Wales right now I'm a few hours yeah few hours well I went the other direction and Lake Wales has a they call it a Lux TP on the Westgate River Ranch mm-hmm. and it is a legitimate teepee with the buffaloes imprinted on it and it has it has all the accommodations that we discussed early on in the other two and it's only four hundred and forty one dollars a night on a ranch and it has access to horses you know you got to understand that just the tp itself wouldn't be that expensive but they offer you once in a lifetime experiences there when they do those things and i will tell you in doing a little research I found the absolute coolest yurt ever, and I'm going to try to find one for the riverfront near my house. It is a plastic bubble, if you will, that you lift it up to put your furnishings in. And then you have a completely clear dome ceiling so you can watch the sky at night. What do you think of that, man?
0: I like it, Cleve. In fact, I think you're going to get me to check out of my hotel here at the Southeast Tourism Conference and get into these options because they sound, well, even though I've got a nice Atlantic Ocean view, I, I think I'm ready to do something a little different, even the ones that cost 500 bucks a night.
6: I hear you. I, I'll tell you one thing that I did see, and that is, you know those those pods and those shipping containers that they move things around with? You see them on I-40 all the right, time right, and right. other interstates. They set one on top of the other and they'll rent them to you and they have those available in Jupiter,
0: Florida. That's can
6: you imagine awesome. that?
0: I, I can't I can imagine anything, but I would not want to be there when a hurricane comes through. Cleve, we gotta get back to work here at the STS, but I appreciate your great report and giving the whole y'all audience some good ideas a little bit out of the box hey Cleve, put on his tourism hat today and Cleve, we thank you for your tourism touch in the great outdoors
6: john thanks for having me on the word of the day is portmanteau and for that we go glamping have a great have a great time there john
0: All good right, to talk to you Thank you, everybody See Cleve, Cleve marsh everybody when we come back on the y'all show in hour two we've got a lot of good stuff you don't want to miss it stay with us we're in daytona beach y'all
1: And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail?
2: Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Um, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a
1: message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something five, a little five. more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper.
2: Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To
1: speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free. At grasshopper.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive cpurple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important
4: announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you, it's your mattress. Try the Purple Mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text SCIENCE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text S-C-I-E-N-C-E to 84888. That's SCIENCE to 84888. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says,
3: Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events.
2: Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it.
3: Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council.
0: It's the Y'all Show from Daytona Beach, Florida. We're at STS 2019, and we get the second hour this Friday started off with our Friday ritual. She
7: couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew, Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride I told her not to worry about me So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights Misery, looking for some company And tonight I'm looking for a party cry Slamming the back and laughing out loud Where the smoke so thick the blues can't hang Like I just don't care if they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look back and try to recall Just where the heck's my truck so take my keys and lock them up tight. And let the good times flow. And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light. The night's still young. And I'm on the road tonight. I'm looking for a party cry. Slamming them back. And laughing out loud with the smoke so thick. Them blues can't hang around. With the two a jumping like they just don't care if they're dancing over here or fighting over there, I'm making the rounds looking for a party crowd
0: Yes, and tonight I'm looking for a party crowd. Slamming them back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick, the blues can't hang around. But hang around with us here at the Y'all Show in Daytona Beach. The Jumping like it just don't care if it's dancing over here or biting over there. I'm making the rounds. Looking for a party crowd. Oh, we've got a party crowd here in Daytona. Crowd slamming them back. Laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick. The blues can't hang around. But we want you to hang around. We want you to sing. It's Friday. Yes. This is the Y'all Show. Back for the second hour here as we wrap up things at the Southeast Tourism Society's conference. We've had a ball here this week giving you plenty of great interviews about tourism spots in the southeast. We've also mixed in other happenings in Dixie. This is the Y'all Show. David Lee Murphy helped us there with that particular song. And David Lee's back for another good song. And after this one, hey, you can't be in this part of Florida without channeling a little, uh, you know who is going to be coming up after David Lee Murphy. We'll have that after a little Dust on the Bottle.
7: Creole Williams lived down a dirt road He made homemade wine like nobody I know I dropped by one Friday night and said can you help me Creole I got a little girl waiting on me and I, I want to treat it right he said I got what you need son as we stepped down in the cellar he reached through the cobweb as he turned on the light and said "It might be A little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you About what's inside There might be A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things That gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing As I pulled up the driveway My heart was racing as you climbed inside You slid over there close at me Drove down to the lake road Watch the sun fade in that big red sky I reached under to the front seat and said Now here's some special It's just been waiting for a night like tonight Look, There might be a little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you about what's in but it's one of those things that gets sweeter with time. After all these years, there's one thing i found Some say good love. but it's like a fine wine It keeps getting better as the days go by It might be a little dust on the bottom So one of those things, it gets sweeter with time. It might be a little dust on the
0: bottle, A little dust on the bottle, David Lee Murphy here at the Southeast Tourism Society's Connections Conference. Welcome back. We're having a good time here on this second hour of our Friday y'all show and i'm looking out over the atlantic right now and seeing folks on the on the beach although it's a little bit uh a little balmy out there well not quite as what it might be a little later here in a couple of months but it's just a gorgeous day and hey if you're not in a beach state of mind perhaps you will be real soon and when you are on that beach take a little david lee murphy tunes along with you but when you're in Florida and really when you're in the south frankly but especially when you're kind of on the northern end of Florida Atlantic side that is you can't help but think of Leonard Skinnerd here as we're here on the y'all show in Skinnerd country and yes we're going to play a little Skinnerd here on this Friday to get you ready for the weekend of course this band formed just up the beach here in Jacksonville in 1964, it's when Ronnie Van Zant, Gary Rossington, Alan Collins, Larry, Johnstrom, and Bob Burns all got together and formed this Southern rock icon, Leonard Skinner, and enjoy a little Skinner here on a Friday, taking you into the weekend. The two feet say
5: come like a blackhead.
0: back to 1975 for that Skynyrd Classic Saturday Night Special. That song got to number 27 on the chart from the album Nothing Fancy. Of course, they're from just up the beach here in Jacksonville, Florida. Skynyrd sold 28 million records in their career. And I bet you somewhere in your DNA, you have been a Skinner diehard At some point If you're if you're a Southerner You have to have A, a true appreciation For the boys From Jacksonville Leonard Skinner Hope that got you In a, a Florida frame of mind Here entering the weekend Well we will be right back On the Y'all Show We're going to go To a old friend of mine Who's coming on To talk a little Well Grapefruit League Baseball Tom Heining. He is with the Visit Mississippi Bureau And that is the arm Of the state of Mississippi That deals with tourism And he knows his baseball and he is coming up next it's going to be kind of a tom slash hashtag hullabaloo feature in our next segment as we continue on from the southeast tourism society's conference in daytona florida daytona beach florida that is we'll be right back y'all
1: and now a quick comparison from grasshopper when you're always on the go what would you prefer An office phone system?
2: Hey, it's Rochelle. Sorry I missed you earlier. Had an errand to run, but I'm back in the office, so give me a call when you get this.
1: Or one that works on your cell phone. No hardware needed, courtesy of Grasshopper.
2: Oh, one sec. It's a business call. Hi, this is Rochelle with WayForward Partners. How can I help?
1: There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says,
3: Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events.
2: Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com,
4: promo code 7474.
1: Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive cPurple.com for terms and conditions.
4: And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you, it's your mattress. Try the Purple Mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text SCIENCE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text SCIENCE to 84888. That's SCIENCE to 84888.
0: all oh, the y'all show continues from Daytona Beach Florida welcome back into the all Southern show with John Rawl and hey we are in Florida and in addition to having great tourism professionals come to Florida this time of year and tourism such a huge industry in this state it's also in March time for the grapefruit League to hit the state of Florida and here at the Southeast Tourism Society's annual meeting here I have tracked down a guy who is someone i remember from years ago when i had y'all magazine but he is a fellow that you probably if you love baseball he's the guy to talk to it's tom van heining and his day job he's the research program manager for visit mississippi that's the state of mississippi's official tourism agency but tom moonlights is a a guy that looks at baseball stats and and i bet tom you're the kind of guy that probably keeps score
8: yeah um i can remember as a child um loving to do the little box course with a number two pencil. And I became real interested in baseball played from mid-October to early February because my family moved to the island of Puerto Rico when I was two years old. So all I knew growing up there was that the Major League season ended, the World Series started and ended. Then you had winter ball, and then you had spring training. So pretty much I was able to follow baseball the whole year. How about that? Well, here
0: on the Y'all Show, we're going to call this segment with Tom a little baseball talk, but we're also something we haven't done in a couple of days. We're going to do hashtag hullabaloo here on the Y'all Show. And so I've gone on the social media and found some comments about spring training that I wanted to share with Tom here. And this tweet comes from Brandon Bennett. It says we all have to have goals in life one of mine is below in 15 parts hashtag grapefruit league and it's a map of all the places here in florida that you can go see spring training and i would say the closest right now and this is going to change the braves have a spring training facility in lake Buena Vista, which is right by disney world they're moving to sarasota i think next year and, and since we're here in Daytona Beach, that's technically the closest place. But you've got places all over the, the southern end of Florida. From the Detroit Tigers in Lakeland, the Yankees have had a long time home in Tampa, Florida, on the Gulf Coast. The Orioles are in Sarasota. The Braves will be going there next year. Clearwater's got the Phillies, and over on the Atlantic side, the Marlins the Cardinals, park, and Cardinals share a park in Jupiter. Astros and Nats have a place in West Palm Beach. So, Tom, my question to you is, have you been to spring training here in Florida?
8: Oh, that's a great question, uh, John. When I was a freshman at Berry College in Rome, Georgia, myself and 11 other friends of mine drove in three different cars. (laughs) We we drove from Rome, Georgia to Daytona Beach, actually, my first time in Daytona Beach, and the Montreal Expos were doing their spring training game there. And because of my knowledge of the Puerto Rico Winter League and because at that time spring training – was not maybe as well attended as the games now I got a chance to talk to several of the Dodgers and Expos players before the game and as a matter of fact third baseman Ron Say was with the Dodgers and I called him and he came to me and I I told him how much I enjoyed watching him play in Puerto Rico we chatted for a couple minutes and then I asked him to bring over several players from Puerto Rico on the U.S. Virgin Islands that I knew like Ivan De Jesus and for about five or six minutes I chatted with them so for me that was such a joyous moment to go to my first spring training game during my first spring break when all the people were on the beaches. And I decided for maybe three or four bucks to see a spring training game.
0: That's a pretty good deal. And that was the Expos and the and, Dodgers. And the Dodgers uh, back, uh, I would say, probably early 80s or 70s. Well, Mid 70s, okay. actually. How about that? Uh, I guess the Expos probably hadn't been around but a couple of years yes. when you saw that. Well, of course, here in Florida, they have the Grapefruit League. And out in Arizona, it's the Cactus League. And, look, people that like baseball, they really like baseball. And it's amazing the amount of loyalty that people have to that sport. That Here in the South, we oftentimes get distracted by college football, which uh, we can talk a little college football if you'd Uh like. But I know baseball is your wheelhouse. And and, uh, so I guess here with 2019, Tom, what is your – best guess on what's going to happen with this upcoming season?
8: Well, first of all, I, th- I think the American League East is still going to be a powerhouse division. Um, the Yankees have had a few injuries, but they have such good um, bullpen pitching depth. I think the Yankees are probably going to win another 100 games this year. And the Red Sox, I don't believe, have a closer like Kimbrel. So that's the big question mark with the Red Sox. But uh, in, in the, in the, I think the Houston Astros have retooled themselves. They've got that great rotation with Verlander and Garrett Cole coming back and Bert, I think Bregman signed a 6-year extension with them to give them some stability and out west it's a little bit more of a free for all I think in the National League I'm looking at that East Division being a a real um, horse race right maybe four, the only team in the East that is out of it is the Marlins I believe because they've kind of they're rebuilding right but the, but the other four teams look pretty good and the Cubs still have some good veteran and young players and the Dodgers even by tra- even trading away Kemp and Puig, um, the Dodgers still have Kershaw and a great pitching staff, so it's going to be very interesting. Now, you talked about Puig and someone else from the Dodgers being traded. Where did they go? They went to the Cincinnati Reds. Both of them? Yes, it was one of these deals. And, and one of my favorite uh, left-handed pitchers, Alex Wood, former University of Georgia pitcher from North Carolina, he was part of that deal. So I'm wondering if a lot of that was payroll related you wonder in today's corporate world right some of these trades even though they're based on analytics to some degree the bottom line seems to trump other factors sometimes
0: okay so here in the south a lot of people like the atlanta braves they actually captured the nl east in 2018 and i know they made an off-season off-season move getting a a familiar face back to Atlanta in the catcher position. So what, what's he's, going on with the Bravos?
8: Yes, um, I, I love – Brian McCann was actually born in Athens, Georgia, literally my favorite city on the mainland, and McCann gives them a good left-handed bat. Um, he's not going to play 130 games, but he's going to really help them, especially in a close pennant race. Um, he, I can remember seeing Brian McCann play in Pearl, Mississippi, for the Mississippi, Mississippi Braves, Braves back in 2005 just before he was called up. And, by the way, the – Atlanta Braves have their A team, I believe, in Gwinnett. And one of the good things about the Braves today is that they've really built from within, you know, with players like Freddie Freeman. And I remember um, their pitching staff has Julio who who is from Colombia, South America. And um, I think Mark Kakis might have been re-signed again. He's a, he's a very dependable outfielder. I love a- Ozzy Albes. Albes. He's a great young player, Uh I, th- I think the Braves are, are forced to be reckoned with I just think the Phillies and the Nationals are, are pretty tough and the Mets have it's really funny you
0: should mention those two teams because we know about here recently a guy named Harper making a cool what, 300 mil
8: yeah close maybe somewhere closer to 325 to 330.
0: Uh, okay sorry about that Bryce.
8: <laughs> right and of course some um, trout with the Angels recently signed a 427 million 12-year deal to make him the highest paid professional athlete I think in the world. So I guess the pocketbooks have been finally emptied in some cases. I think what I'm noticing is these three players, Machado, Harper, and Trout, are all like 26, 27. So I guess the actuaries and the the behind-the-scenes people may may figure, let's keep them or let's sign them for a dozen years. But in the case of Pujols with the Angels, that backfired because… He was in his early 30s, and his career is going down. So some of these um, owners and general managers are have been reluctant to sign players, with some exceptions.
0: And in a large part, Tom, i got to ask you about that NL Central. We've got a lot of Cardinals fans down here in the south. So last year it was a, a close race there in that particular division with the Cards the Milwaukee Brewers, and the Chicago Cubs. So what do you see in that NL Central?
8: That's a great uh, point there. I-, I think the Cardinals are ready to bounce back because they've got that Hall of Fame catcher, y- Yadi Molina, from Puerto Rico. He's been with the team since 2004. I, I love the way Paul Goldschmidt can play. He's a bl- he's really a blue-collar player, and I think the St. Louis fans are really going to embrace him. They love players like Goldschmidt. I- Some of the pitchers Wainwright, Carpenter I mean the old pitchers And the young pitchers Have to stay healthy I think it's going to Come down to pitching And that hot weather In July and August But I think the Cardinals Have a good chance To win 95 games If they stay healthy
0: Yeah Yeah what about the cubo, Cubbies?
8: Yes, well, I think a lot depends on the health and the production of Rizzo and Bryant. I, I think if Chris Bryant can get over his shoulder ailment from last year and play 150 games, that's going to make a difference. I, I think Hayward, the former Atlanta Brave player, has been somewhat of a disappointment at the plate, and he needs to really step up his game at the plate for them. I, um, I love how he buys his play. He can play second short, the outfield. He's a tremendous player, a defensive wizard. Yeah, I think I look at the Brewers, the Cardinals, and the Cubs in a similar situation as I look at the NL East. And it could be that the winner of that division might win closer to 90 games if they kind of beat up on each other.
0: All right, back to the Twitter sphere. And we've got a tweet coming in from Baseball History Daily. Here on the Y'all Show, we're visiting with Tom Van Heining of Visit Mississippi, and we're at the STS Conference in Daytona Beach, Florida, home of the Grapefruit League here in the state of Florida. And, hey, I know you like modern-day baseball, Tom, but also, hey, how about the old days of baseball? And I've got a tweet here with a picture from 1949 attached, and it's the opening game of the Grapefruit League, the Connie Mack-led Philadelphia Athletics versus Clark Griffiths. Washington Senators, and I love the old baseball teams, especially the ones that are defunct now.
8: Yeah, that's great. You know, my, my father was a huge baseball fan. That's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm a baseball nut, I guess. My father was actually living in Washington. My parents were living in D.C. in 1949 when Harry Truman was the president. And my father was working on a program called the Marshall Plan, ah, which was I one of the of most – which, which was named after General George Marshall, who was Truman's secretary of state at the time. And my father actually um, went to a number of games at the old Griffith Stadium. And my father actually – My father's mother, my maternal grandmother, I'm sorry, my paternal grandmother, Esther, was a huge Washington Senators fan because Walter Johnson, the great senator from 1907 to 1927, pitched in a spring-summer league in Idaho where my my father's parents were living at the time. And my my grandmother got to see Walter Johnson pitch his final minor league game before his send-off on the train to Washington, D.C. So from the time a few years later when my father was born, His mother would tell him how great those senators were. And my father's favorite senator's team was actually the 1924 senators, the only Washington senator's team that won a world championship.
0: They won the World Series?
8: World Series. They beat the New York Giants, managed by John McGraw in seven games. And Walter Johnson was actually 0-2 going into Game 7, and it was one of those nip-and-tuck games that went 12 innings. And Johnson, in relief, won the game and got his one got his World Series ring that year.
0: I'm going to do a little Google search here and, and double-check what you're saying.
8: Yeah, okay. P- please do.
0: <laughs> now, Tom, I'm, I'm picking on you. You are a statistician. You are a researcher. I mean, you're – you're somebody that you better you better know what you're talking about when you get into a debate with tom because he's he knows his stuff and you're here at this tourism summit because not because of baseball but because of the fact that you help the state of mississippi when they're trying to research yes. tourism trends and things like yes. that so let's let's get away from baseball for a minute and talk a little bit more about what's going on in mississippi tourism and how your job yes. is affecting that
8: yeah well that's a that's a good point uh, i've um Actually, I've been there for a quarter of a century, and 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 this past fiscal year, 2018, visitors to Mississippi spent a record 6.5 billion dollars, breaking the old record of about 6.4 billion, and there are about 89,610 direct tourism jobs in the state of mississippi and part of my role is to quantify that kind of information for the private sector for students doing term papers for the legislature governor lieutenant governor and one of the positive things hopefully this coming week when the legislature convenes to decide which agencies get what amount of money that hopefully they'll be using our just published report as as a good um as a good backup for maybe um for, for maybe some funding issues uh i also help our partners from the Mississippi Gulf Coast all the way to northeast Mississippi, Tishomingo County, out. I was just in Iuka the
0: other day. Hello, Iuka.
8: Okay. And then, of course, we have that dynamic county named after the Spanish explorer De Soto, yeah. <laughs> which is not too far from Memphis. Which
0: is my question to you, Mr. Researcher. How, do you, how should you properly spell De Soto? Because That's it's a, confusing.
8: Yes, it is. De Soto technically should be capital D as in David. Small e is in Edward, but capital S isn't Sam because in, in Spanish, Spain and Puerto Rico, Cuba, the Dominican Republic, etc. Um, de means of, but the proper way to do it is with a capital S because Soto, uh, Mr. De Soto came from, I guess, the Soto lineage, but the proper way is, is a small e and the capital S. Should there be a space between and, the e? And there doesn't need to be a space. Okay. And, um, by the way, De Soto, um, was somebody who um an explorer uh, yes and guess what he loved he, he loved to play he loved to play chess i thought you were gonna say he loved to play golf <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but <laughs> he loved to play chess he died in mississippi right
8: yes he did i think near the somewhere near tunica okay and uh he um i i guess um he, unfortunately he, he he thought he was going to be dealing with a captive audience but uh they they turned against him. I i guess there was a little bit of tension there and He did the best he could in a in a difficult situation. Yeah,
0: Hernando de Soto, who of course many counties in the south, many counties and states honor de Soto in some way, shape, or form with his exploration of Dixie before it was even called Dixie. Tom, I want to also talk to you about you mentioned Tunica. We we had some laws change in twenty eighteen, and Tunica brought in sports betting and all that. How? Yes. You're, you've been able to look at the numbers. How big of an impact has
8: that been? Yes. I think it has been somewhat positive. We, we it's, It hasn't been a full year yet, but I think what we've noticed is you're getting a little bit of a s- – s- some more millennials are coming into the casinos in Tunica, Biloxi, and Vicksburg. But However, in Mississippi, you have to you, – you cannot do that online. You actually have to be physically present at the casino to post your wager. Um, Mississippi followed the lead of, I think, Nevada, Rhode Island – West Virginia, Pennsylvania are a handful of states that have gone into this legalized sports betting. And Mississippi's sports betting became legal on, I think, August 1st of 2018, which was actually 26 years to the day that the first casino opened on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And, of course, Tunica has has had casinos since then, too. And I, I think the effects have been slightly positive. And, and, and that I think, for example, I read a story about two months ago of a family from Alabama that said, golly we're not we're not going to take a flight to las vegas next week we're going to drive to tunica so if if tunica for example like to get to your question can attract x number of people that otherwise might have to go all the way to nevada maybe three times a year to come to tunica maybe seven or eight or nine times a year well good for tunica
0: yeah well it it could end up being a, a real needed boost in the arm for tunica which has had some rough years here lately they've had some casinos close and we know there's other casinos in Vicksburg, and you've also got one down around Natchez, I think. And you have, of course, the Mississippi Gulf Coast has had changes there. But this whole sports business of gambling on sports seems to be something that could really help Mississippi, and all the other surrounding states are trying to get in the ball game too now.
8: Yeah, and I guess I'm, of course, I'm don't want to jump the gun here with basketball. With, starts tonight, but I'm I'm assuming that there'll be some action at these Mississippi casinos with um with the with the the sixty field of sixty four, so that'll be pretty good for their business, I think.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of that field of sixty four, Tom, Biden hiding your expert prediction on
8: who's going to capture March Madness. Well, you know what? I don't follow it as closely as I used to, but I'm going to go back to the Duke Blue Devils. Um, I can remember. I don't know. There's something about that coach, coach K who I think he brings out the best in these kids. And I think he's also a good thing about coach K is that I think he's adjusted to this new wave to this new generation of one and done players. And I think talent wise, I don't see another team having the talent of Duke. However, in a close game, you know, free throws, fouls, anything can happen. I kind of like, I like the way the Tennessee volunteers have been playing. I was somewhat surprised that Auburn won the sec tournament. Um, But Tennessee has been a very consistent number two seed, of course. So, one good thing about both men and women's basketball is I think there's a fair amount of parity, right? We're not, these are not the days of John Wooden, right? In the mid-60s, the mid-70s, so yeah. I think that's good for the game.
0: Well, on the opposite end of the spectrum, Tom, i got to pick on you here for a minute. The Georgia Bulldogs. You mentioned Athens was your favorite city. Well, the Georgia Bulldogs were, the, I think, the worst team in the SEC this year. No, second to worst. I don't want to leave out Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt didn't win a single game. At least Georgia, I think, won at least, I guess, against Vanderbilt. What's going on with the Georgia Bulldogs basketball team?
8: Yeah, I think um – I don't know what happened with Coach, is it Mark Fox? He um, he he was really, uh, real aggressive and really involved a couple of years ago, and um, I, I really, it was such a, such a letdown to see that team kind of fall off the ladder there, and I I, I really don't have an answer. I, well, Tom I, I, Crane came
0: in, the former Indiana coach, and yeah. at least right now they're not doing good. They got a in-state guy to commit to them that a lot of big programs were after, so... In basketball, sometimes it only takes one player to make a huge difference, and that could be the case in 2020 when we have college basketball for yeah. UGA. And, of course, I can't let you out of here without talking about UGA football.
8: Oh, yes. I went to my – yeah, Ray Goff was the quarterback when I when I was an uh, undergraduate there, and I can remember my two years – my junior, senior year, we were we were 9-2, and two, and the following year in 76, we were 10-1, and one, and I got to see Tony Dorsett – Play his last college football game in the Sugar Bowl against ah. the Georgia Bulldogs, and it was it was the Superdome. There was brand new, and it was amazing that back then the security was was more lax than this now. And I, after the game, I, I had a chance to walk on the field and look at some of the players and say hi to them. And uh, a game that pit won, right? Because twenty-seven to three, Georgia. Georgia in the first half were so concerned about Tony Dorset. They had those. They had that eight men in the box thing. They they they, they put pressure on that line there, but but guess what? A six foot five quarterback named Matt Cavanaugh just opened up the passing lanes and, and Georgia had no answer for Matt Cavanaugh, and then after Pitt took that nice lead, then Georgia had to watch for Cavanaugh, and then Dorset had a great second half and ended up rushing for close to 200 yards, and it was really Johnny Majors, who was from Tennessee, and, a, and I think runner-up to Paul Horning in the 1956 Heisman Trophy race, that was Johnny Majors' last um game coaching pit and uh, my understanding was some of the volunteers alumni and powers that be were in new orleans that weekend recruiting majors to go
0: back to his alma, mater. To his
8: alma mater but it was a great pittsburgh team um jackie sherrill later took the job as a head coach he was but getting back to georgia um i really enjoyed um, the georgia running attack at the time it was a it was a different game it was not as wide open a game as it is now and um Georgia, um, under Vince Dooley's 25-year tenure, did win a 1980 title, which made us all proud. But unfortunately, we've had Alabama three times since 2012. We lost to them 32-28 to 28 in 2012, and we lost those two tough postseason games, which I don't think we need to talk about too much, do yeah. we? Or
0: no, we don't have to talk about that, Tom. Okay. But uh, what we do want to talk about is how wonderful it's been to catch up with you and get your knowledge of baseball and Mississippi tourism and more. And we encourage people to go see some Tom's work. You can go to visitmississippi.org. And I know you've got some good information for anybody considering a visit to the Magnolia State, which is also called the Hospitality State, and learn about uh, coming to Mississippi. Don't come there just when some relative dies. Come there anytime. That's what Haley Barber used to go around saying. No, people only come here when people die. Well, don't do that. Go there and, and check out all the great scenes of the great state of Mississippi.
8: Can I give them another website real quick? Yes, sir. Yeah, there's, um, those of you interested in winter baseball and reading an article about some of Javi Lopez's exploits outside <laughs> of um, – you can go to www.beisbol.com. That's www.baseball, the, the Spanish word, .com, and you can see some of my articles on, on the Puerto Rico Winter League. Alright,
0: so Mr. Tourism, Mr. Baseball Mr. Sports and Mr. Nice Guy Tom Van Hiding Visit Mississippi, thank you sir, it's good to catch up with you and you have a safe trip back to Jackson, Mississippi Thank you so much and God bless you and all your listeners God bless y'all The Y'all Show will be right back from Daytona Beach Stay with us
1: And caller number nine for one million dollars. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of...
5: Oh, I know this one.
1: Chocolate. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh,
5: oh my goodness. Life is like a box of
1: chocolate. Uh... Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number ten.
3: Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile, super-reliable, super-fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save.
1: Offer ends 4 15 19. First lines 100 a month. Lines two to four free. Requires one line to port in. Video streams up to 480p plus. Music it up to 500 kilobits per second. Gaming it up to 2 megabits per second. Data prioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. restricting supply. See dealer for details. Rolaids presents the Heartburn Blues.
3: <sighs> so the kids decided to cut their own
8: hair today, and somebody's ink pen exploded in the wash.
3: And family fajita night left me with the heartburn blues. But Rolaids made it all fine.
1: Rolaids starts working as fast as now, so you can take control of even your worst heartburn. Get your groove back with Rolaids. Refers to acid neutralization. Uses directed.
2: You're catering a wedding, and the bride says,
3: Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events.
2: Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474.
7: Yeah, man. Where you been so long, man? Oh, man, I've been out there in 1919 West Taylor. What you were doing out there, man? Oh, man, I was out there messing around with Rand and Dr. Newhouse, man. I had to get rid of them two bugs and that roach I had. How you do that? Oh, man, I hit it something like this, Jack. down or get out of it or something. That's what they call soul, music. Yeah, That's right,
5: baby. And that bug is soul, too. But well, let me see you get a little fucking with it. Okay,
0: baby. And welcome back. It's y'all from it's Daytona Beach, Florida, with our final segment here on this week that we've traveled to the state of Florida for the Southeast Tourism Society's conference and uh, saying goodbye to all the folks here, but having a, a great time here As we've kind of been promoting tourism across the Southeast, which in many states is the number one economic driver. And we're proud to be a part of the Southeast Tourism Society here at the Y'all Show and Y'all.com. Hey, if you're not lucky enough to go to the beach like I've been able to this week, perhaps you want to check out a new movie hitting theaters this weekend. At the box office debuting this weekend, you have Us. It's a horror thriller movie. And it is out this weekend. Elizabeth Moss, one of the co-stars alongside Winston Duke in this new movie. Also, you've got Hotel Mumbai, and that is a drama history thriller movie starring Dev Patel and Armie Hammer out in theaters this weekend another foreign language film that's an action comedy that's debuting in some places across the country marco dard nahin hota i have no idea what that means but i'm assuming this is an indian film but check it out if you're in an area it could be a, a good little presentation for you mel gibson starring in a movie called dragged across concrete once two overzealous cops get suspended from the force, they must delve into the criminal underworld to get their proper compensation. Vince Vaughn, Mel Gibson starring in this, dragged across concrete. Sunset is out this weekend, and it's a World War i theme movie. A young girl grows up to become a strong and fearless woman in Budapest during the Great War. And finally, another one that's opening up here in a couple of days, it is Triple Threat, an action thriller and that's got Scott Adkins and more out in theaters right now, triple threat. And that's a look at some of your new movies. Now to the weekend in terms of sports other than college basketball. That's going to be the hot topic. But, hey, have you heard about Ichiro Suzuki of the Seattle Mariners? It appears that he's going to retire from baseball. The M's have a series in Japan, and it looks like he's going to play his final game back in his native country. He is 45 years old and has had a an unbelievable career. And just with the Tampa Bay Rays and now with the Mariners, Ichiro going to get out of baseball, it appears. We wish him all the best. In the world of golf, the Valspar Championships taking place not far from here in Palm Harbor, Florida. And that's this weekend. Defending champion of that tournament is Paul Casey. And we'll keep you up to date on Monday of who wins the Valspar Championship as the golfers are all working their way to Augusta National. We're just a couple of weeks away from the Masters. Can't wait for that. Hey, you want to see a little football this weekend? You've got the Alliance of American Football, and yeah, Johnny Manziel, the former Texas A&M Aggie, he has signed a player agreement with the Memphis Express. And boy, the Express could use Johnny Football's talents right now as they've had a rough season. You got Zach Mettenberger, the former LSU quarterback, has been leading that team that's only had one win on the season. But Johnny Football, he is Bluff City bound. And we'll keep you updated on how that – if he gets in and how things going. Speaking of the Alliance, their first championship game was set to be played in Las Vegas, but it's actually getting moved to the Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas. And this will be on April 27th, the Alliance of American Football Championship game. And so good job there. The Ford Center at the Star – is owned by jerry jones i wonder why he doesn't have this at uh, jerry world i guess they don't have the tickets quite ready for the alliance to to pack out jerry world but that will be here in late april the alliance of american football championship what's going on in the alliance this weekend orlando i just i saw a billboard for the orlando apollos coming down the interstate the other day the apollos travel to atlanta they've got a game against the legends and that's tomorrow a 3 p.m start and that will be on Bleacher Report Live. The Salt Lake Stallions are at the San Antonio Commanders. San Diego is at Arizona on Sunday, that on the CBS Sports Network. And the final game of the Alliance this weekend, the Birmingham Iron and the Memphis Express with Johnny Football in tow. They'll play that game in Memphis at the Liberty Bowl. That's a 8 o'clock start on the NFL Network on Sunday. And that is a look at what's on tap this sports weekend. And, of course, you got plenty of college basketball games, and we'll know... Come late Sunday, who your Sweet 16 teams are. Can't wait to see how that all shakes out. Well, thank you again for tuning us in here as we've been in Daytona Beach, Florida, for the Southeast Tourism Society's annual conference. Been a ball catching up with all tourism professionals across the spectrum of the South. We'll be right back at you on Monday with an all-new y'all. We'll look back at the weekend in sports, and we'll start going across the southeast with all kinds of good coverage of barbecue. And we also have some political happenings going on in the south right now. All that coming up next week and beyond. Of course, go to our website, y'all.com, for all the latest in Dixie. John Rawls signing off from Daytona Beach, Florida, from Dixie with Love, going to send us to the hosts. Y'all take care and have a great weekend.
1: now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail?
2: Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Um, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or
1: something I've a little gone. more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green
2: Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with
1: Greg
7: Smith, dial There's
1: three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free. At grasshopper.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive cPurple.com for terms and conditions.
4: And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you, it's your mattress. Try the Purple Mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text SCIENCE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text SCIENCE to 84888. That's SCIENCE to 84888. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says,
3: Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events.
2: Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474.